Fucking men. <laughs> they fucking suck. <laughs> it's Relation- not their fault. Relationships suck. And welcome back to Don't Tell My Mom with Liz. That's me. And today I have Kristen Peters with me. Hello. You may have seen me on Facebook picking fights, chiding people for wanting to hit their kids and stuff. I love when you (laughs) chime in online and I'm like, yeah, you go, Kristen, because I can't say any of that shit. (laughs) Nope. I have have opinions and and mental illness. I'm taking it out on everyone else. Hell Yeah. Well, ironically, I'm happy I don't have to do this podcast alone. <laughs> Perfect. Today. Uh, it's a really sensitive topic. It's one of those things that's like a universal experience that most everyone's gone through, but it's very unique to each person, but at the same time, kind of the same thing. I don't know. I don't know how to say it. It's it's universal, but very specific at the same time. I like how you put that. It's very unique to different people because I think people cope with it in different ways. Oh, Yeah. And, uh, I mean, first of all, I think I have emotional days. Like the first couple are always pretty emotional. Oh yeah. And then I'm just done crying. Yep. You, you get it all out. Yeah. And then maybe it comes and goes in waves. That happens to me. Um, you know, it'll just pop out of nowhere and I'll cry and then you just move on. Really? Yeah. Not so much anymore, but in the, the first maybe three weeks were real rough. Oh my God, three weeks? Three weeks was kind of the the time period for me going through it. We're talking about breakups if you haven't picked up on that. But I recently went through a breakup and it's so weird saying that because um, I've talked about him a couple times on this podcast, (laughs) definitely more than once. Friend of the pod, your boyfriend is no more. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So uh, I'm happy to talk to you about this because... We have different, we went through different stuff. We did, yes. I, I also recently went through a breakup um, around the time we met, kind of. Yeah. how that works out. Yeah. I know, because when I got here, your mom was like talking about him and she's like, we love him. <laughs> yes, they do. And we then do. like one day you were just kind of like, we don't like him anymore. <laughs> we, we, we're not mad at him, but we're disappointed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I was especially weepy. I definitely let it out while I was around here. <laughs> I didn't think so. Okay, good. I probably, I definitely talked to Jason, I'm thinking, with like a big old lump in my throat at some point. Oh, probably. Most likely. Yeah. He's got a daughter. I'm getting him ready for it. Oh, yeah. We talked about it that one day, but you weren't yeah. emotional about it. No. Again, giving giving people advice they probably don't need about their children. So it's okay. That's what I do. Okay. I give relationship <laughs> advice and clearly like you shouldn't take it from me. I mean, I think, <laughs> I don't know. It, your relationship seemed fine just because it ended didn't mean that it was bad or anything. Yeah. And um, it wasn't like a messy falling out or right. anything. Gosh. So timeline from my experience. Uh, when we first met, I just moved to Montana and then... Um, we always had this time clock on our relationship because I just got to Montana, but I knew I was leaving in like six months. So we became friends and then we started dating, whatever, whatever. And then I moved back to Michigan and then he was planning to move here. And so I just felt like I was waiting. Like my whole life was on hold and I was just constantly like waiting for him to get here, waiting to move into a house, to buy a house, whatever. And then he got here and it wasn't... I felt myself change. It's not shitty to say, but it happened. Like I just felt a change in myself and I was like 
felt too much pressure to be in this relationship. And I was like, we're so new still. Because he moved here when we were together for like six, seven months. Yeah, that's pretty fresh relationship wise. And to move in together and to like build a home and everything like that. Like I... It was too fast for me. Yeah, that is pretty fast, especially because he's not from either Michigan or Montana, correct? Yeah. Yeah. He's from California. So, yeah, he's doing a big move each time. And exactly. That's, that's a whole lot for you to get used to Mount Pleasant, for him to get used to Michigan, um, and especially being brand new in a relationship. No, it makes sense that that would be a whole lot of pressure, especially adding on, you know, the age, the period in your life that you guys are both are in. That's a lot of growth. I feel like when you meet the family... There's added pressure. Oh, yeah. And we both met each other's families. And it was that was also pretty early on, too. Um, so I just felt this unneeded pressure Yeah, on my shoulders. And um, I made the decision, like, all by myself. Sound like a big girl. <laughs> but um, I struggle with making decisions on Hard. my own. I feel that. Okay, good. <laughs> I feel I, that. I'm indecisive as hell. I, I know that's not a great independent thing to say but I can't make some decisions by myself so I really thought about this um so we were pretty rocky when he first got here for the whole time he was here um I just wanted space and honestly he didn't really give that to me yeah and so I felt smothered and I I can I can't do that like I am like a fight or flight girl right and I'm like I'm ready to take off like I can't so um it was a hard breakup because no one did anything wrong. Oh, yeah. Those those kind of amicable ones are difficult. The incompatibility breakups. Exactly. That, that is what mine was as well. And it just, it's a special kind of pain. Because there's no real anger. There's no, like, resentment or anything. It's just sad. Yeah. You're and, bummed. And he kept asking me. He was like, is there someone else? And oh. I said, no. Like, I think it would be easier yeah. if there was someone would else you prefer, for you. Because yeah. I can make it up if that helps you. <laughs> but it's just, we're not, we're not working well together and that's nothing bad about either of us just how people are I think it's easier when there's someone else right and the other person finds out because it's like okay great now I can hate you exactly give me something to be mad about yeah but this was just because like I was in a I've been in a really bad spot like mentally yeah and it wasn't because of him it was just because of my whole entire life (laughs) it was it was everything except for him exactly and then um So I was, I just told him, I was like, this is for me. Like, I need to just be alone. I need to be like, find my independency again and kind of start over. Cause Mount Pleasant has never felt like home to me. Right. Cause I just felt like I was on this waiting game. Yeah. Yeah. And so I never settled. Exactly. And so, uh, it was difficult, but I feel relieved. Is that terrible to say? Nope. I think that's a fairly common feeling and as maybe bad as it makes you feel to experience it. I think that's totally valid. I mean, you don't want to be stringing someone along. Yeah. That hurts even worse. You will thank me one day. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Like no one wants to hear that, but I'm like, we are not compatible. And when you find someone who just fits every little corner of your puzzle piece, you're going to thank me later. I, I I can speak for my ex. Um, I know for a fact he was pretty relieved once we broke up. Uh, I'm so sorry. Oh, and I know that's, that's so shit right. to hear like as the other person because I, I broke up yeah. with him, but you got broken up with. I got broken up with. Um, Yeah, it was just another incompatibility breakup. Um, No arguing, to my knowledge, no other person, you know, nothing, nothing to be angry with him about, just... 
he realized and had realized for a few months, I guess, that um, months, months. I know, dude. I was like, well, you could keep that part to yourself. Um, <laughs> please months. don't tell me that. Um, but yeah, he he had just, I guess, had that realization that long term, our lives were not fully compatible. Um, I wish, like I said, he had told me that sooner. I th- I think it's something we could have worked on, but hey, no hard feelings. I understand how that is. Um, and I think it was kind of a weight off his his back a little bit, how for you, better or worse. So when did that happen? When did your breakup happen? Um, that happened very end of October last oh my year. Gosh. Yeah, we it's were, been that long. I know, right? We had been together uh, just under two years. Um, which for me was my longest relationship. Um, and I think for him, a, one of his more serious relationships as well. So we were definitely considering the the moving in, the next steps of things. Um, and so it sort of, it didn't really come out of the blue. I kind of had a feeling. Um, he had mentioned a month prior that, you know, he was anxious about things. And we never really had that conversation until... Uh, one day we did, and it kind of sucked because I was at his apartment an hour away from my home, and it was nighttime, and I still slept there. Oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. The saddest sleep in the world. Oh, my God. Um, I, I feel that because uh, we first had the breakup conversation, like, mm-hmm. the day before, um, actually, the day before Valentine's Day. Oh, no. And this went on for, like, another week. Oh, gosh, yeah. So it was, like, very recent. He literally just yeah. left, like, four days ago. I don't know. Something like that. Very fresh. Um, God, the saddest sleep of your life. It really was. Like, you, I wanted to cuddle him, but, like, you know, you don't. And it was just like, okay, enjoy this moment. Like, you're never going to be, I'm never going to be sleeping in his bed again. I'm never going to, you know, be be having this experience. So kind of take it all in. Um. It was very weird. Definitely kind of a mind fuck. And then in the morning, I got in my car and immediately called my mom on the way home. So have you guys seen each other since? Because, okay, I can't see him because he's right. across the country now, which is, obvi- I think, is better for the both of us. But, yeah, have you guys talked yeah, or so seen each other? Do you guys still talk? I don't know. Not since. Um, so two weeks after our breakup, he came up to Mount Pleasant. Um, he lives down down an hour away, um, came up to pick up some stuff that was in my apartment and kind of just have that final conversation for closure for me, I guess. Um, but that was the last time we've spoken, seen each other, which is very weird. Yeah. We would, I mean, we were talking constantly every day and then just to go to no contact at all. It was really difficult. Just all the things like, Oh man, I wish I could tell him this or, Oh my gosh, this is an inside joke we have that like he'd, he'd understand, but no one else gets. Um, and some of our inside jokes were pretty funny. I wanted to like continue those on, but it was difficult when no one else got it. Um, I understand. <laughs> it was rough. We were hilarious Everybody together. Else sucks. They <laughs> do. Um, <laughs> no, but um, I mean, I there's definitely like still a part of me that's like I do kind of want to talk to him, but I realize that's still the the me getting over him. Um, so I don't. I do not reach out. I realize that is for the best because what outcome do I want out of it? You know, I can't believe. All right. So I've never been in a relationship for almost two years. Neither had I. Um, that sounds frightening, first of all. Yeah. And then the, the breakup process, I couldn't, cause I'm like, dang, that was in October. But I mean, it, 
you were together for almost two years. So yeah, a couple months. It makes sense to, to to be getting over it. Definitely that like immediate pain went away after about three weeks. Um, but there's still just the the habit of talking to this person and like wanting to talk to this person. Um, you know, outside of the the romantic aspect of our relationship, like we had a lot in common and we were really good friends. And so it kind of stinks to not have someone to share my thoughts in the same way that I did with him. Um, that's been, I think, the hardest adjustment. And then the fact that my life generally just kind of started falling apart after the breakup um, for unrelated reasons. So I was kind of scrambling to put my life together and I was in survival mode a little bit there. And it, it kept me from processing the breakup um, until things were a bit calmer on my end. So it kind of hit me around the New Year's like, oh, yeah, I'm still I'm still sad about this guy. <laughs> I guess what are your biggest things to help you get over this breakup? I'm very in my head constantly. I'm a fantasy person thinking, thinking, thinking. Um, so I would try to redirect my thoughts in healthy ways because it is so easy to just get in your own mental spiral, beating yourself up or beating the other person up, thinking about the what ifs and all this and that. Um, so anytime that would come up, I would try to remind myself like, hey, you know, this relationship's over, um, but I learned a whole lot from him. This, he was the first person I was ever in love with. And gosh, I was so lucky to be in love with that guy because he treated me super well. Um, generally, our relationship was really great and I don't have any negative feelings about it. So I've just kind of try to reframe my thoughts um, to, to get that closure, but also the appreciation of, of what I got out of it. That's such an adult way Yeah, it's, to look at a breakup. Easier said than done at times, but I think it really did help me um, keep out of just the negative spirals that I'm prone to. Like I said, it was with the incompatibility, incompatibility breakups, it's hard because like there's still a, a part of me that's like, I'm so furious at him for breaking my heart. But like, what was he supposed to do? He can't, you know, keep stringing me along. That's even worse. Yeah. So in the end, I appreciate it. And I'm thankful for all the time we had together. I just can't believe he felt that way for months. I'm the type of person to like wear all of my feelings on my face and I get anxiety. Like, well, yeah. You know, as as my friends told me, um, he's a Pisces. And so I guess that Ooh. tracks. I've, I've learned that, that that tracks for a Pisces to to do all of that thinking internally and not share it. That's crazy. Yeah. Um. Also, I think there was just some, you know, interpersonal dynamics that maybe leads him to work on those things internally on his own versus communicating them with me. Just, you know, we all have our own little quirks and stuff. So if he's more used to being on his own like that. What? What sign are you? I am a Cancer. I'm a Cancer Sun, oh, Cancer Moon, and a Libra Rising. Wow. I was just looking at that last night, actually. <laughs> I'm not super, like, I know very basic astrology. Yeah, yeah. I do not know uh, in-depth no, astrology, yeah. but I've dated some Pisces men before. Ooh, not good. That's, yeah, that is what my friends just immediately said, like, oh, yeah, no, avoid the Pisces. Um, but I'm I'm a Cancer. I'm an emotional, sensitive girl, and Pisces are are emotional. also emotional. They're they're and a sensitive. water sign, and it goes well together. I don't know. Um, I couldn't tell you if that's true, I, but yeah. Um, <laughs> I uh, yeah, I just remember dating a Pisces, and I was like, "You're too sensitive. I can't yeah. do it." I'm a fire sign. I'm an Aries. Got oh, that tracks. Yeah, so I like to be independent, even though I think that contradicts with me making decisions, some decisions <laughs> by myself. I like to be alone. Mm -hmm. I just feel like, all, I don't know, maybe it's the signs 
or maybe it's just the people. Could be. I don't want to blame a whole sign, but they just seem to cling on and smother me. And I'm not just talking about yeah. this relationship. Like I'm talking about all of my past relationships. I I need a lot of space. Gotcha. People don't give me that. That's hard. Even when I ask for it, I'm like, hey, I need some space right now. They're like, no. Yeah, no. Or it'll be like eight hours. And they'll be like, all right, should I come over? Well, no. A bit more than that. Like 12 maybe at least. I need a full like twenty four hours yeah. at least. I don't oh, know. See, and I'm I'm very different. He, I enjoyed the smothering he gave me. Really? Um, yeah. Oh God, that man's cuddling. I told him like it was the best cuddling ever. Dang. It was like he wanted to just like absorb me. It was amazing. So I hope whoever he dates next gets to experience that because it's just like the best in the world. <laughs> no, that makes me sick. I don't. Oh, want, don't gotcha. touch me. See, I'm such yeah. a non touchy person. I kind of am too but really I learned how to touch people with this guy I guess I don't know that sounds real sad maybe cut that but (laughs) (laughs) no no I've said weirder things on the radio about being touched trust me (laughs) I don't have a huge relationship history so this was really like the only guy I've cuddled with since I was like 18 oh my god Um, yeah so I mean I've I've cuddled with some other guys since then not not now that I think about it I mean like now I want to defend myself like well no there was this guy and that guy um (laughs) Excuse me, men have taken me out to Boston to visit them before. I'm in high demand. Um, Damn, yeah. bougie bitch. Well, I mean, not that bougie. Boston, but Boston. Oh, I've 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 traveled to get laid. I wouldn't. I mean, don't don't tell my mom. Um, but you know, I just wanted to brag. Apparently, that dudes in Boston think I'm hot. Um, <laughs> You're hot. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> my self esteem is is I'm working on it. I'm working on See, it. See, and that's I think I was thinking about that actually today in the car because I did my makeup today and I great thanks I still look like a bum like everything else but um I want to do my makeup today because I was like I need to feel like myself again I feel like it's uh it's not just me but in relationships you get really comfortable Mm, yeah you know you stop getting ready oh yeah you're a bum around the house I just stopped getting ready yeah so today I wanted to do something for myself. So I put my makeup on and I'm like, I can conquer anything. That's I went wonderful. to Home Depot by myself. Oh my I was God. excited to go to Home Depot by myself. I was like, I'm going to pick out some paint samples. Oh my gosh, that's <laughs> amazing. And you did not have to get anyone else's opinion on those paint samples either. So, it's well, your I did call my house. parents. I'm okay. not going to lie. Well, that's but different. I, it's just asking opinions. That's different. You, you didn't have someone who'd say, no, you can do whatever the hell you want. Yeah. And that's wonderful. I know. And so I'm starting to feel like myself again. It's only been like a couple of days. And don't get me wrong, like being alone at first, it's weird. Cause like you said, you want to like text that person and talk to that person, yeah. but uh, it wouldn't become any good if right. I did that by that's, any means. That's how I would always consider it when I wanted to, to text him or talk to him. What's the outcome I'm looking for? And usually the outcome I was looking for would be like, we get back together. And I know that's not going to happen, so don't bother. Would you want that to happen, though? Probably. Like, now, no. Logically, yeah. logically no. Um, I don't think, I mean, if he's out, if he doesn't see that compatibility, and he's right. Like, I, I agree with him. There are definitely things that I kind of saw as yellow flags popping up. It's for the best that we're not together. He's a minimalist. I love clutter. I collect so much stuff. And that stresses him out. So, like... He he shouldn't have had to compromise that part of him, but there's still that breakup sad part of me that like wants him back and all that stuff. But again, the logic at the end, no, I don't. 
Yeah. I don't ever want to give someone false hope. Yeah, exactly. And so I'm probably actually really mean when it comes down to it, but I'm, I'm not going to tell you lies. Like I'm not going to say like, Oh, maybe later there's a chance. Mm. I am like, we're going to cut ties. It's going to be really difficult, but it's going to be great for both of us. Yep later that's the better way to do it in the end as much as it's going to hurt your ex to hear um it's better to not string them along and give them false hope uh that was sort of the the conversation my ex and i had two weeks after a breakup i i did ask you know is there any chance for a rec- reconciliation in the future like maybe a few months down the road um and he clearly told me no i don't think so and you know as much as that hurts to hear it was the best thing Um, because he's not playing with my feelings. He's not stringing me along. There was absolutely no false hope. Just this, this is unfortunately the end happy for what happened, but it's not going to get back. I just remember someone asked me to wait for them when I was really Mm, young. Yeah. Super young. Oh, Um, that. Yeah. Someone literally was in a relationship already with someone else. Oh, and he was like, Liz, this isn't going to be forever. Like, just wait for me. I swear to God, those were his words. And I was like young and naive. And so like, clearly I didn't want to. Right. Okay. I wanted to, but I knew I shouldn't. Your heart wants it. Your brain knows you don't. But then I had this false hope. Yeah. That's so fucked up to put someone through. I'm very, very glad my ex did not do that for a moment. Um, I appreciate that. And another thing that you brought up, yellow flags, I wanted to ask oh, you. Yes. I wanted to ask you, like, after a breakup, you have so much time to reflect. Yeah. And did you see any, like, yellow or beige or actual red flags that you were like, okay, maybe I should have paid more attention to that? Yeah. I mean, just- And maybe not just this relationship. Right. But we're talking about all breakups. Again, or I have just not had many. Sleeping with people. Okay. <laughs> Whatever well, it is. I mean, that's you know with mean? red flags. That is all red flags. Um, I've learned when you stop drinking, you stop sleeping with people you regret sleeping with. And that's wonderful. Wow. Um, just some general advice for anyone. Uh, no judgment if you do that, though, because that's none of this is coming from a place of judgment. Just a, a lot of bad one night stands. Um, <laughs> but some of the yellow flags, um, you know, we hit it off kind of immediately. We we met on Hinge. Um, so there was kind of a way for us to have a little conversation and feel each other out before we finally met. And the flags didn't really pop up immediately it was more just differences in personality that I was hoping we could find ways to work together like I said he's very minimalist and I love color I love clutter um I mean I I don't intentionally clutter but he you love knickknacks I love knickknacks I have so many knickknacks I love them um and so he shared with me pretty early on that his parents were not hoarders, but they they kind of had a cluttered house. They would keep things for a long time, and that stressed him out. So he intentionally kept his home very minimalist. He didn't have a lot. Um, he was used to moving around a lot with school and, and education and stuff. So he was, you know, I, I keep my stuff so I can pack it all up in two suitcases and be gone. Dang. And yeah, exactly. I would love to live like that, but I'm like you. I like... Small things and whatever, whatever. I I like looking at my little stuff. I I like cute things that remind me of my home. Um, 
And honestly, I do kind of have an urge to keep on to things because just in case, what if it works in the future or what if I need this, you know? Yeah. Um, I'm definitely that of that mindset. And I can see where his parents would have gotten that mindset from their upbringing as well. Um, and I can see why he would be averse to that and not want that in his adulthood and he should not have to. Um, so that was definitely a red flag, just that that difference in our lifestyle. Um, he's an early bird. I love staying up late and sleeping in. Um, and I do know that that kind of bothered him at a point. I think he wanted to like have us wake up together and we go out on a walk and get breakfast or something. Ooh, see, that sounds so nice. It sounds Am nice. Am I going to do that? No. And I mean, if you plan with me the night before and we're like, hey, tomorrow we're going to wake up and go get breakfast, I can do it. But odds are on a random Saturday, I'm not going to wake up at 9 a.m. and want to go. Um, I'm I'm very sleepy and I don't I don't eat very much in the morning. I get sick to my stomach. And so he is much healthier in that way. Um, so I think that kind of bugged him, you know, as nice as as convenient as it was at times because he's doing his um, PhD right now. So he'd have some time in the morning to work on stuff while I was sleeping. It was great. Um, I think he did kind of want that more couple morning activity. Yeah, I agree. I, I'm i more of a night owl yeah. despite my job. Oh, God. I'm a monster to wake up in the morning. I'm mean in the morning. If you Yikes, yeah. disturb my slumber, I am so mean. I've done some regrettable things in that middle I, space of waking up. Yeah. I agree. Mm-hmm. You know, not like red. I don't want to say they were red yeah. flags, but like beige flags Stings. I was concerned about. Like even when we were, because uh, we were friends before we started gotcha. dating. Which was really nice. And yeah. I think we probably should have just stayed that way. But um, I think we can, I can say like we both wanted to like try this relationship yeah. and we did and it didn't work out, whatever. But we are so different. Mm-hmm. Honestly, our interests. Mm, yeah. We have two things in common, I think. Okay. Like family and soccer. Yikes. That's pretty broad. I know. And it was hard you need more things in common. I feel yeah. like you can't be complete opposites. Yeah, there's got to be something drawing your your interest together at least. And at first it was soccer because we like played on the same team. So oh, yeah. that was like a huge bond at first. And right. then like we started dating. And then I'm realizing like what do we have in common? Mm, yeah. Um, and family is so important to me and it's it's I know it's so important to him, but there's only so much that yeah. you can talk about. I'm like, I can't give you a family. Right, <laughs> so, right. Um, I'm like, what do, you, what do you want with this? And uh, I also think like our age difference. He was right. like four years younger. Gotcha. Almost four years younger than me. And when I was in my young 20s, I was still trying to convince myself that I wanted to have kids mm, and a yep, family. Yep. And like be settled down with a partner. And I just feel like now I'm entering my late 20s. Right. <laughs> And I have grown so much and I know I still have so much more growing to do, but I'm also thinking about him in the aspect of like, I feel like I'm taking so much away from you by saying, I don't want any of these things. You have to follow me. You know what I mean? I feel like I haven't done personally, like I haven't compromised enough. Yeah, that makes sense. On his side. You know what I mean? You usually find a middle ground, but it was kind of like, between the time clock we had on our relationship, mm-hmm. the no, not a lot of interests we had together. Right. And yeah, I just felt like your early 20s are for like, God, figuring yourself oh out. Oh my like gosh. Partying yeah. and one night stands and like. Exactly. There's so much growing that goes on. Exactly. Then. Not like 
moving across the country for a girl you've been dating for a couple months. You know what I mean? So I felt like I was being very selfish in a way. I shouldn't feel sorry for that because I think you do need to be selfish about yourself. Right. And that's why it ended. I was just like, I feel like, you know, so many reasons we're not compatible. I'm taking shit away from you. Right. And and certain things you can't compromise on, um, unfortunately. Exactly. You know, like the the having a family. I mean, if one person doesn't want kids and another wants kids, there's no middle ground there. And he kept telling me, you know, like, that's fine. Like, I don't want kids. But I'm like, ooh, see, I was saying this, but the opposite. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was just like, you may feel that way, but, like, I feel like I heavily influenced the opinion. Right. I want you to come to that decision on your own, independent of me. So right now, what are you looking for in a person? Are you looking for a relationship or? I think probably a relationship is best for me. I'm a hopeless romantic. I just, I I want someone to be my partner forever. I am desperate for that, Um, which is, I guess, right there, a sign that I shouldn't be looking and I'm not actively at the moment. But I am hoping to get the heck out of Michigan in the next few months. And that is when I'm hoping to maybe see some newer East Coast folks out that uh, in Rhode Island where I'm headed that maybe I wouldn't meet. Um, so just meeting a new type of person outside of the Midwest is what I'm excited for. You know, I don't want to say I'm a city girl, but I'm a bit more uh, uh, city uh, progressive politics than this area. I so. respect that. Thank you. That and way. I feel the same. <laughs> it's hard. It is. That was one of the things that attracted me to my ex initially like I said we met on hinge and he had a picture of him wearing this was 2022 so he was wearing a face mask in front of a black lives matter sign and I was like hell yeah those are two conversations we will not need to have um those aren't you know like I mean I guess kind of they are deal breakers for me now that I put it that way but it was no I feel the same way though like it's hard to be with someone who has different like morals than you. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. They were just kind of representative of basic morals I have that I wasn't going to budge on. And I didn't really want to argue with a partner. So knowing that they also had those morals, it made it so that our, I mean, our personalities were very compatible in that way. I won't date a conservative because if I get (laughs) pregnant, it'll be a whole discussion I don't want to have. I'm pro-choice, baby. (laughs) But again, that's as a woman, that is a practical thing. As a woman with her tubes, that's a thing I got to think about. I agree. I couldn't date anyone who didn't believe that it was my choice and who didn't believe in like gay rights, trans rights, you know, everyone's rights. Exactly. And I mean, I've been talking about dudes this whole time, but as a queer woman who, you know, is interested in women as well, that would be very awkward to have a homophobic partner. Um, That wouldn't work well. I definitely don't want to be with a dude who's insecure that I'm attracted to women too. But yeah, there's there's just a a basic morality that I need in a partner. And so I guess dating apps made that really easy to feel that out off the bat. Um, I refuse to use dating apps, if I'm being totally honest. That's totally fair. But it is a good way because here's the thing. I don't want to teach anybody that, like, this is okay. Yeah. And I don't want them to not have an opinion about it either. And I have been with people who just, like, don't have an opinion. Oh, yeah, that's hard. Honestly, some of my preferences might make me sound like a bad person. No, well, I worry. Um, so I mean, we we established. I'm not really looking for any any gender preference at the moment. Um, let's see. I I do want someone who is politically minded like me and passionate in the same way. Um, 
because I've got a lot of feelings about how the world's going and I think I will be insufferable as a partner if if my partner does not have similar feelings because I like talking about it. It's fun to bounce stuff off each other. I want someone who's curious. But yeah, I I don't know really what I'm looking for necessarily as a whole. I think those are great and um I like that you didn't include like appearances. I mean, the because thing- <laughs> because my therapist asked me, she's like, "What are you looking for?" regardless of what they look like. Yeah. And I was like, oh, well. Yeah, that I've, I've never really been hung up on appearances necessarily because as odd as the sounds, I don't have a long history of like being attracted to people. Um, You're like, attracted by like their mind. I mean, I don't even want to say that. Oh, it's just okay. for a long time, I didn't have a crush on anyone. Um, and Dang. it was weird uh, until I met my ex. And I was like, holy shit, I am really into all of the things about this guy which was really nice. So I'm hoping I can find that again in the future. Um, As far as appearance, this is technically an appearance, but I think has more to do with the culture and the maybe beliefs around a person. But this sounds horrible. I'm not really interested in white men right now. It's totally fine. (laughs) Um, I don't think... (laughs) Is anyone? (laughs) Not anyone, but I think... I don't know. There's like even progressive minded white men. There's just something there that's like, I don't know if I fully I don't trust know if I, you. Exactly. In, in the way that people of color don't fully trust white women. I get that too. I, I so. get that too. And I, I, but you're yeah. German. Oh yeah, that's a red, the reddest flag, dude. <laughs> don't ask where my opa was during World War II. Oh God, that's true. I never thought about that. <laughs> talked about that on my first date with my ex oh and no yeah he's, he's a filipino man so i was like well let's go with the peters family history i don't know Dang. yeah literally bringing out those red flags <laughs> you are not a red flag i just want to no, say no, you are like you. such a progressive person i think well because i've i've grown up knowing that i've got some darkness in my family history and i will be damned if i let that shit repeat under my watch that's fair <laughs> I feel the same, though. I think I'm looking for someone. Now that I'm thinking about it, now that you actually said that, um, I think I'm looking for someone with political opinions that are the same as me. I'm definitely not looking for a partner. God, fuck that. I Thinking about like a life with someone (laughs) scares me. Yeah. And I'm just terrifying. I'm really not ready for it. Um, But other things that I think are really important besides political opinions and being on the same side um I think I will do better with someone who's really creative Mm, yeah I think that's so important because then you just you inspire each other and you thrive off of like their inspiration and motivation and I just think it's so great once you get two creative people in a room and you're just talking and you're like I could do this and this and they were like I think you should do it Yes, you need someone to root for you like yeah. that. That's amazing. And I think just respect and like mm. my boundaries. I just want more platonic relationships in my life. Yeah, that shit's great. Find someone who encourages your like weird little passions. Someone who will just stare at you and give you undivided attention while you are passionate about something that they do not fully understand. I think it's really important that you don't lose yourself in a relationship. Absolutely. But if you get a gut feeling, you got to listen to your gut feeling and it might suck for the other person, but... It'll be worth it in the end. In the end, as that other person, it'll be better for them because no one wants to be a partner with someone who's been dealing with that gut feeling, you know? Um, As much as as I deserve to have a partner that stares at me and is super interested, my partner deserves to not have that gut feeling because that sucks. So 
It's better for everyone. It hurts, but it's better for everyone. Oh my gosh. Well, thank you so much. Thank you for having me. If you would like to talk more about breakups, if you think Kristen and I were being a little too bitchy, that's okay because we don't care anyway. But you can definitely email me your opinions, don't tell my mom pod at gmail.com. Or you can DM me on Instagram at don't tell my mom pod. Everything will be linked below, including Kristen's quirky Instagram handle. And I'll talk to you in two weeks. Thank you for listening to another episode of Don't Tell My Mom podcast with Liz. The views and opinions shared on this podcast don't necessarily reflect those views and opinions of Latitude Media. Our sponsors, affiliates, My1043 or Buck92 Radio. Check out our website for even more podcasts from around the area. Just go to MyMichiganPodcast.com. It's podcasting that matters.